Welcome once again to Myth, Heresy, and Hearsay, episode number eight. I started podcasts listening to Mike Duncan and his history of Rome. One thing that intrigued me was the Romans' polytheistic religions. I noticed also that the so-called Germanic barbarian tribes, who were always knocking on the back door of the empire, also had many gods that they worshipped or gave homage to. I was glad that when the Western Empire fell that Robin Pearson picked up the baton and uh, began telling the story of the Eastern Roman Empire that survived for another thousand years. One thing I noticed that the story by this time had also shifted to Christendom. With the emperor himself leading the way as the guardian of faith and orthodoxy. And by this time, those same Germanic barbarian tribes had also converted. Yep, the Goths and the Vandals, Lombards, and Franks all swore allegiance to the King of Kings. So at this time, everyone had become one happy family, right? Not exactly. You see, these dramatic peoples, after converting, all believed in the teachings of a guy known as Irenaeus, which became known as the Arian heresy. See, I told you we would be getting back to the heresy part. The gist behind this belief, or brand of Christianity, was that since Christ was doing everything in God the Father's name, and all he did was by and for the Father, was that the same Jesus was inferior to, and in fact made of different material than God the Father. You can see, or at least I can see, some logic to this thinking. The story of when Jesus turned water to wine. He had to ask the Father, seemingly for permission. So while the Western Germanic peoples believed, they believed in varying degrees of divinity. Some would say, yes, divine, but inferior. Others concluded that Jesus of Nazareth was simply the greatest prophet of God, but only human. This put them at odds with the patriarch in Rome, later to be called the Pope, as it went against what everyone had agreed to at the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD. Meanwhile, in the Eastern Empire, the patriarch there and the emperor were dealing with a heresy of their own, this being the Monophysite heresy. Oddly, this heresy was the exact opposite of what the Arians believed, with a bit of a twist. The Monophysites believed that Christ was only divine, and was never actually human at all. Kind of hard to hang out with his bros if he wasn't really there, though, right? They believed he was some kind of dimensional projection. Totally divine, but not flesh, not human. The thought being that all flesh, and for some sex, all matter itself, were inherently evil. And therefore, Christ could not have and would not have been in a fleshly state. 
interesting that in the West, they believed this Jesus was only a man, and in the East, they believed that he was only divine. Now, though both of these so-called heresies were opposed and to some degree stamped out, these beliefs are still around in some denominations today. I'm not here to point out or put down any particular church or denomination. That is not the intent here. Only to be aware if ever looking for a church to attend. It's something you can keep in mind. I can think of a few well-known denominations with some of these leanings. Now, it's not for me to say which is right and whether some of these heresies had it right. That is for every listener and indeed every heart to decide. I will, however, throw my two cents in and give a world-according-to-herald take on all of this. With the Monophysites, it seems to defeat the purpose of the crucifixion and the suffering it entailed. On a future episode, I plan to go into crucifixion and the mechanics behind the suffering. The point is, in that case, Christ never would have suffered as a man. And thus, he was also not able to relate to mankind in any meaningful way. Also, it was supposed to be a man to sit on the throne with his father. That was an important facet for all of this. Enough said here. So, let us go to the Gospel of John to inspect the Arian's point of view. Let me read the first chapter in the first verse of John verbatim so I don't muck it up. It reads as follows. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Okay, no problem here. And the Word was God. Huh? Okay, that's a little heavy for me to wrap my little head around, but okay. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. I probably don't have to comment on this, as it is pretty clear to me that the Aryan brand of Christianity has a problem and really doesn't have legs. He was divine, and everything that God the Father was, according to this verse. So, all right, maybe the Monophysites have a point. So, let's skip down to verse 14 just for a sec. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Somebody told me once that the Holy Spirit anticipates any and all heresies. I can actually think of at least one more of those that this chapter blows out of the water. But again, I don't need to identify any denomination by name here. But if you believe the text here, well, you make up your mind. So we have the Arians on the left, we have the Monophysites on the right, 
and the patriarchs in Rome and Byzantium in the middle. That became to be known as orthodoxy. The guys in the middle dug in their heels, for better or for worse, were able for the most part over the course of several centuries to put down these sects and keep them out of mainstream dogma. I have mentioned that I am not a fan of religion, but there is a part of me that is glad that orthodoxy stuck to its guns on this. These days, as before, there have been these apocryphic books being discovered, allegedly revealing conspiracies with new information that had been suppressed and how orthodoxy got it all wrong back in the day. But in this case, I think they got it right. So rather than belabor the point any further, I'll end here. I hope I've given you some information that maybe you haven't heard before. And if you have heard of this before and I got anything wrong, I would greatly welcome your comments at mythheresyandhearsay at gmail.com. I can be heard on Spotify and iTunes. But if you're listening to this podcast, you already know that, right? Thank you so much for listening.